Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about pursuing a promotion. Ailsa had missed a promotion because, as her boss told me, she doesn't feel like a senior vice president yet. Everyone liked Elsa. Everyone agreed she would get her promotion someday. To speed that day along, her company gave her a coach, me. Within the first hour of our first conversation, Elsa said to me, You know I could have done this differently. I was not at all self-promotional. I never went on some marketing campaign to get the promotion. I thought not talking about the promotion was the right thing to do, you know, just get my work done. Clearly that strategy sucked. The way she said it made me laugh. She went on, I think some people saw my silence as arrogance. You know, like I just assumed the position was mine and I was just waiting to get crowned. But I thought I was playing by the rules. I made a face, saying, sorry. So look, she said, I don't want to miss the train the next time it comes around. If you can make sure that next promotion has my name on it, you bet, bring it on. I held up my hands to say, whoa. I said, Elsa, I'm never going to know what's the right thing for you to do here. I mean, you know the culture here. I don't. She said, but we can talk about some things to try, right? Oh, for sure, I said. So let's talk. Over our months together, Elsa and I discussed many different factors she might try, always with the intention of positioning herself for a promotion. What follows are my conversations with Elsa about two of those factors. Early in our conversations, I introduced the first factor as a thought experiment. I asked her what it might be like if she gave herself the promotion. <laughs> I would if I could, she said. I said, what if everything you did, every thought you thought of, you did as if you were already an SVP? She considered and then smiled, saying, you know, there used to be this saying, dress for the job you want, not the one you have. Well, that saying is still around, I said quietly. Yeah, well, this is like that. You're saying I should think like the job I want, not the one I have. I like that. Oh, you know what I just pictured? I used to do this thing with maps when I was a kid. I loved looking at maps. Sometimes I would get super focused on one little dot on a map. I would get really close. I would, I would picture the town inside that dot, everything that might be there. I zoomed so far in. Other times... I could be zoomed out, imagining the map from a plane, seeing the big patterns, but that wasn't my preference. You're telling me to look at the bigger map. How would that be for you? Listen, I think I already do that in a lot of ways. It's why I was so disappointed about not getting the promotion. I asked her, can I tell you one way I talk about all this? Go ahead, she said. Well, you'll hear it's related to you and the maps. What I talk about with people is that if you want to give yourself the promotion, you have to click out. Like looking from a plane, she asked. Yes, 
Yes, like that. Here, picture this. Picture that the work you do every day, all that complexity, is laid out like a map, a satellite image. In order to get your work done, you have to be clicked in on this map. You have to be seeing roof lines and backyard fences and detached garages. Being clicked in like that is a good thing. That's where you need to be to get the work done. She aimed a finger at me saying, but you're saying I could give myself a promotion if I click out, try to see neighborhoods and avenues and freeways, see the bigger map. She thought a second more and then said, I can really see this helping with my one-on-ones with Jorge. Jorge was her boss. The more I click out with him, the more I see what he sees, the more I'll talk his language. That's great. The second factor Elsa and I discussed was networking. Elsa said, networking always feels a little creepy to me. Like the only reason I'm talking to the person is because I want something from them. Like there's a favor being asked, I offered. Yeah, or some ulterior motive. It always feels fake. And in this case, it'd be true. I'm there to be a candidate. I'm putting myself forward for a reason. I asked, is putting yourself forward for a reason a bad thing? With a jerk of recognition, she said, I do make it sound that way, don't I? And I don't think it is, I said. I think part of being a good candidate is to be sure you get to know people. These are your people. Put yourself forward. I mean, be a good detective, do your homework, and then yes, put yourself forward. Elsa and I discussed each senior vice president and division president in detail. How loose-handed was this one? How did that one like to receive information? What were the top priorities for each of them? The executives became more distinct. She noticed each had a particular line of questioning. She said, you know, some are always driven by the numbers, and some are more deadline-driven or resource-driven. It's amazing. You know, I never paid that much attention to it before. I just did my work the same way for everyone. But clearly, it wouldn't take that much for me to flex to each individual. Well, I'm glad if you can think about flexing your style, Elsa, I said. I think leaders who can flex their styles have a big leg up, so go for it. Elsa made plans to put herself forward by having lunch with each executive individually. We discussed whether she should or shouldn't mention the promotion. She decided that if they brought it up, great, she was happy to talk about it, but that no, she wouldn't be the one to bring it up herself. After she'd been lunching with people a while, she found that with some people, the topic came up right away and they talked about it openly. Other people never mentioned it. She wasn't sure what to make of it, but she was comfortable not being the person who promoted the topic of her promotion. During our months of conversation, another factor Elsa and I dove into was personal branding. Did she want to brand herself? Would that help her pursue a promotion? If so, how would she do that? Our conversations about personal branding is next month's episode of The Look and Sound of Leadership. So to be a better candidate while she was pursuing a promotion, Elsa had to increase her visibility, right? She had, to, she had to learn how to talk about herself. That worked for Elsa. But I just want to say, I coached a guy named Chris, and 
for Chris to be a better candidate, he had to stop talking about himself and the promotion. Getting him to tone it down was actually one of the major goals of Chris's coaching. I mentioned Chris as a counterbalance to Elsa's story. The point I'm making is I don't know what makes for a good candidate in your workplace. I'm not prescribing that you do one thing or another, but I do want to get you thinking about the fact that being a good candidate doesn't happen by accident, you know? And thinking about how to pursue a promotion doesn't mean that you're self-centered or egotistical. Thinking about how you would like to pursue a promotion means that it is something that is important to you and that you're going to do it with intention. I have a few more thoughts on pursuing a promotion, but first, this month's gratitude. Some amazing things happened this month. Uh, One thing, which always is amazing, is hearing from all of you. I hear from you when you sign up for the HTML version of the podcast, and it's great. Also amazing are the people who make the effort to post a review online. You know, I'm on this campaign to double the number of reviews in iTunes from each country before the end of the year, and we're doing well, so thank you very much. This month from Canada, SWJR 2020, thanks. From the United States, the CFI, Prob Guy, Nuxby, Pat C1996, and then our very first review in Norway from Viumdal. Thank you so much. And our very first review from Uganda, from Cthulhu. Thank you so much. Amazing, isn't it? How we all learn from each other all around the world. I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. Okay. So far, there has been one big, as yet unmentioned, important thing about pursuing a promotion. And this unmentioned important thing was not part of Elsa's story that you heard, but it is an important part of her story. You remember Elsa mentioned her boss, Jorge. What you didn't hear about in her story were her conversations with Jorge about her promotion. Those had already happened before the story you heard. I don't know anything about your culture, and I don't know anything about your workplace, But the first stop on any path towards a promotion has to begin with your boss, right? You have to talk to your boss first. And then, look, if your immediate supervisor won't support your promotion, your road is going to be harder. You should find that out first, right? And if there's lack of clarity in the conversation, I think you can ask, what do I have to do to get your support? And have that conversation and take notes, So how would your boss answer that question? I have no idea. I hope you have a boss who can give you good feedback. And I hope you have a boss who is willing to help you develop. Uh, But Lord knows that is not every boss, right? If you feel that you're going to have to travel this road alone without your boss's support, you can do it. But be astute. Pay attention. As you ask for possible support from others, you have to do a lot of listening. Be alert to signs of discomfort, and when you see them, back off. You know, (laughs) I was texting with my daughter about fame the other day, and I said to her, you know, we all know a million talented people, but talent doesn't always translate to fame. It's about who you know. I think promotions are no different. Promotions happen through relationships, and I think that's as it should be. We want to work with people we can trust. So make yourself a good candidate. And it might take years of seed planting, 
But that's not bad, and that's not unfair. That is just how the world turns. So dig in. Get started. Let me know how it goes. If you're in the archive on the website and you want to listen to more episodes like this, look under three filters. One, managing yourself, self-talk, or assertiveness. The archive is on the Essential Communications website. It's EssentialCom.com. It's EssentialCom with two M's, dot com. If you want to zoom in on some specific related episodes, five that I thought were were related are Acting on the Corporate Stage, Leading Teams, interesting, Managing Former Peers, Networking, and The Flexible Leader. And of course, next month, we'll talk about branding. Ooh, branding, can't wait. Okay, that's it for me. Until next time, I'm Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.